Okay. Top Gun. Top Gun. I feel the need. <laughs> the need for speed. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> so I've been doing this segment of the All Aboard like for when we haven't seen the movie and you have to kind of guess what it is. But right. how many times do you think you've seen this movie? Oh, it's probably got to be 20 times. At least. At least 20 times? At least 20 times, I would say. Maybe more. Um, well, I've only seen it the one time. And right. it was the day I got my wisdom teeth out. And I was high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> and I... I remember you... It was here. Yeah, it was... With, I think you were over on the couch and you were like out of it. Yes. And Kyle was here, wasn't he? Yeah. So I I have seen it in quotes, but I don't remember it yeah. at all. So I don't this really all have be new for you then. It's basically going to be like watching a new movie. I obviously like I know all like the main. It's such a big part of pop culture that I feel like you kind of know like the main oh, stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of movie quotes that come from yeah. this movie. Well, and a lot of yeah, I feel like just like the iconic, although I feel like I'll be surprised by a lot of stuff. I was looking up trivia last night and I was like, oh, I don't think this is the movie I thought it was. So I'm interested to watch it. Okay. But you think you've seen it. When's the last time you watched it? Mm. In its entirety, it's been a few years. But I've seen pieces because they show it on, you know, TNT and TBS yeah. and things like that. And flipping through channels, you're like, oh, there's Top Gun. Got to watch it. And it's like, you know, you, I've seen bits and pieces. Probably, I probably watched it once this past year. How much, Do you watch it every year-ish? Ish. Yeah. Is it like an annual, like you're like, or it's just Not like I you happen to. upon it? Yeah, it's just usually I happen upon it or it's like, I'm bored. What do I want to watch? Ooh, Top Gun. All right. And I'll you would classify this as one of your, probably your favorite movies. One of the tops. It was, yeah, it's at the top. The Top Gun? The Top Gun <laughs> is at the top. It's in my top five. It's in your top it. five? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll discuss more of that after the movie, but for right now, I think we should go ahead and dive in. Just, Get it. just Get it. started yeah. diving. Is that a flight term? Oh yeah, you know dive. You'll you'll hear it. Four G negative dive. All right, let's do it. Let's four G negative dive right into this movie. That's right. Four G negative dive. How could you see him? I was inverted. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this whole thing's gonna be you quoting the movie while we watch it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Top Gun. Here we come. going to send you up against the best. Yes, sir. You two characters are going to Top Gun. I feel the need. The need for speed. For five weeks, you're going to fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. You guys really are cowboys. I don't like you because you're unsafe. That's right. I am dangerous. The wild card. Flies by the seat of his pants. Yeah, I guess when I see something, I go right after it. It takes a lot more than just fancy flying. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. There are no points for second place. You figured it out yet? What's that? Who's the best pilot? No, I think I can figure that one out on my own. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis. 
Top Gun. All right. <laughs> I just looked up and you were just staring at me with a microphone right next to your mouth. Oh my gosh. All right. Welcome to episode six of the Booze Cruise podcast, um, where we have watched, just watched Top Gun um, from 1986. My guest today is my dad, Mark Ross. Mark, call sign dad, Ross. <laughs> what would my call sign be? I don't I even don't know. know. You have to think about it. Maybe by the end of the episode, yeah. you'll come up with something. Um, my uh, This is one of my dad's favorite movies. I was excited to watch it with him because even though I've seen it, I have not. I didn't remember any of that. <laughs> so <laughs> I was You're a little under. I was really drugged up last time I watched that. Um, I chose um, my dad for this one because it's one of his favorite movies, but also because... Um, Growing up, you would always like when we'd go down to the beach, he would look up like a plane would fly by and he would look up in the sky and he'd be like, Oh, it's a blank, blank, blank plane. (laughs) I could identify all of them, all like, and they're like specks in the sky. And I'm like, Dad, and I'd always believe him. And I'm like, But if he was wrong, I wouldn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a speck. How did you identify that? I know. I think I was like, I don't know if he's making it. I was like, I don't know if he's making it up or not. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Dad. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's so fun. This is awesome. I've been looking forward to my turn. I know. It's been really, really fun. And actually, I didn't mean to plan it this way, but um, we're recording this on Veterans Day, and it's about the Navy and the military, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. Um, Our drink for today is both a mocktail and a cocktail because um, (laughs) Dad doesn't drink alcohol, which makes it a little bit hard (laughs) to do a cocktail, but it's fine. You're not the first one. Um, so our drink today is actually one that um, I kind of mashed together two ideas for a drink. And so it's called Goose's Aviator Fuel <laughs> is the name of the drink. Um, because it's made with? Grey Goose Vodka, um, which is something I, I was trying to look up Top Gun inspired cocktails. And um, there were a bunch of cocktails that were like mostly alcohol. And I was like, well, they can't make this into a mocktail. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So I found, you can find lots of things on the internet. Right. I found a thread on a message board of aviation themed cocktails. Um, and the aviator fuel one stood out to me, but it was just vodka and lemonade. And I was like, well, if I just take the vodka out, then dad's just drinking lemonade. That's really not fun. Um, and not yeah, really a mocktail. Okay, I know, but it's not really a mocktail. It's just lemonade. So, I thought, well, what if I threw in, so it's got vodka, what if I threw in the Grey Goose vodka for Goose, his character? Right. Um, so I went and looked up cocktails on their website. They had one, so I kind of mixed it together. So Goose's Aviator Fuel is its own drink that I just made up. You just made it up. Yesterday. You need to post it to the internet. Podcast. I yeah. will. Um, it has Grey Goose lemon vodka in it, which is not cheap. So feel free to substitute with any lemon vodka of your choice. <laughs> um, it's got lemonade in it. Um, club soda and then lime juice in it. So I will post that in the description. But Dad obviously had the lemonade, soda, water, and lime juice. What did you think, Dad? It was good. It tasted like uh, fresca. Fresca. It tasted like a fresh can of fresca. Although it didn't taste. Fresca's got a little more sharpness to it. Grapefruity. And this was, yeah, and this was less grapefruity and 
probably a little more smooth. Yeah. Um, it was really good. I'm enjoying some more right now. Um, obviously I feel like Top Gun is like a really, I feel like I might be the last person on the face of the planet that hasn't seen (laughs) Top Gun. (laughs) Especially at your age. Yeah. Um, but uh, the director is Tony Scott, which, fun fact, he also directed Days of Thunder. Yeah. So he did that one as well. But he's also brothers with of, of Ridley Scott. Yeah. He is Ridley Scott's brother, which right. I did not know that. Um, which Ridley Scott, he did Alien. That was like his big. Um, and then obviously the tagline for Top Gun, I feel the need. The need for speed. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> um, and I was kind of shocked because I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes score for this. Yeah, um, it probably wasn't very good. Well, the tomato meter, which is the critics, yeah. was 55%. Yeah. Which I didn't think it's it was not, bad. It's it's not bad, but it's it's also not the best acted movie. Well, I mean, I thought it was better than some of the other ones I've watched so far in the podcast. Um, but the audience score was 83%, so still yeah. really popular. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand. I went back and looked at my notes that Risky Business had like a 96% tomato meter, which is like the credit score, and it was way worse than this. So I don't yeah. understand that. Mm. Um, so yeah, okay, Dad, take us on... Give me just, there's not like a, there's not a whole lot of plot to this movie. There right. is, but there it's not is. like drastic. So just give me like a little summary of Top Gun for those who who maybe haven't seen it, who right. are, you know, 20 well, and under that are listening right. to this podcast. I mean, it's the story of Pete Mitchell, Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, mm-hmm. who is, you know, he is an F-14 pilot. Um, he is, his story is he's basically following his father's footsteps into the Navy as a naval aviator and um, supposedly he's trying to fly in his dad's shadow. His dad was a a pilot but he had did not have the best name uh, and supposedly you know he had done something wrong when he was flying in Vietnam and so uh, Tom's uh, character Pete Mitchell is flying in his dad's basically shadow well, and like, trying to it's like classified what happened yeah. to him like he doesn't really know right what happened to him yeah so um he th- you know he he flies s- very similar to his dad you know he just flies by the seat of his pants and he's a maverick and he's he, he appropriately call sign and everything so um it's a good movie. I mean, it's got a lot of action to it. Best opening scene ever <laughs> in a movie. I wrote down, um, hold on, I have to find it because I was like, literally, oh, those are my, that's my trivia. Hold on. Um, I said, uh, pretty sure dad could quote this whole movie. He was either looking back at me with a, how cool was that face or quoting it. <laughs> and now I know where I get it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> because that's me watching anybody else watch a movie that I love. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that opening scene just gets you geared up. It is one of the best opening scenes ever because you crank it up. <laughs> you crank that sucker yeah. up. If you're at home by yourself and there's not anybody you have to worry about, you crank that You crank that thing up. It's good. Because you just... the sounds of the jets and everything taking off, and then as soon as they launch that first fighter off the deck that's when the song comes on and it's one of the only kenny Loggins songs you'll ever remember <laughs> that in the footloose song he's got like only two songs that yeah. you can remember ever yeah. and they're both for movies yeah it's like hey, name a kenny Loggins song that 
wasn't know, in a movie. That wasn't in yeah. a movie. And it's like, I can't name one. Yeah. So. It is but, a really, really. Well, there's only three songs in this whole movie that are repeated right. multiple times. Multiple times. Highway to the Danger Zone. Yep. You've Got That Loving Feeling. And Take My Breath Away. Take My Breath Away. <laughs> By Berlin. Berlin which which we did, uh, yeah, I was like, name another Berlin song. Can't. Can't. No. I know. Well, did you know they, I think it won the Oscar for best oh, song. Best song. And that song did? I think, or it was it was nominated. Okay. And I one of the trivia facts, and I didn't actually write it down um, because I didn't realize it played in the movie seven million times. But um, <laughs> they, uh, the lead singer of Berlin, they were invited to the Oscars to perform the song. And she said she would only come if they got to sing it in its entirety. And um, they were like, oh, sorry, like, it's just we're doing like a medley of the nominees. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm out. And then I think it won. And she, oh, they really? weren't there. Oh, <laughs> they didn't show up. There so she go. said she regrets that. And I would probably I would, I would have too. to agree with that. Yeah. Um, so he runs into. So basically, like, he's a he's a naval aviator, but he gets picked to go to the Top Gun flight school. Right. Which um, is an actual school. Right. And, and my little tidbit that i looked up my oh, little yes. trivia fact is they it's no longer at miramar oh, where is naval it? air station in san diego they moved it to nevada oh interesting so and they it? renamed it oh what's it's it got called? some flight tactical blah 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 school not is what they cool call it now gun. it's like it's not as cool as top gun anymore so they i had some um trivia facts somewhere that um they actually like find people for quoting top gun while they're at the school yes i saw <laughs> like, that one too so, i'm like i'm sure they're so annoyed Five by bucks, it they yeah they're, they're like listen we get it you've seen top gun we don't want to hear it that's probably why they changed the name they're like maybe they people did. won't realize what it's from but they also used the movie the navy used the movie to recruit yeah it was like a huge like i read did you so you saw this in theaters obviously yes. right right 86 how old were you 21 Yes. 21 when this 21 came out. years old. I a think a year Mama, before having me. Well, Mom and I had just gotten married. Really? Yes. Did it come out in June? It came out in June and we got married May 27th. Yep, 1986. 1986. We had just gotten married. No, you didn't get married on May 27th. That's your birthday. I'm sorry, that's my birthday. May, May 31st, 1986. And I just turned 21 and um yeah, it was huge. Did you and Mom it, go see it together? Yes. Nice course um <laughs> yeah and there was a lot of things that came out of that movie that you know they there was a big push for you know guys going into the navy becoming pilots and things like that um yeah there was a guy that i was in college with who you know we talked about that movie all the time and he was he was that's what he was gonna do he was as soon as he was done getting his two-year architecture degree at Lexington <laughs> Community College, he was going to become a naval aviator. And I thought, no, you're not. You are not getting in there. And he was kind of, he was shorter than Tom. I mean, he was a short guy, yeah. short and kind of square, kind of squatty. And then I was thinking, you're not going, you're not becoming a naval aviator. You're not flying anything. Did he? I don't think so. Interesting. I never, I mean, once we were done, I never kept track of that guy well, yeah. no social media or anything there was no then. facebook back in the 80s there was nothing so yeah. but i was thinking that and the, you know and it, it it um triggered started the the bomber jacket craze back oh, then yeah. and it started 
the motorcycle craze. The Kawasaki Ninja was the big because that's the motorcycle that Tom drives in the movie. Yeah. And then Ray Bans became huge. He's got he made two pairs of sunglasses very famous. Yes. So the ones from Risky Business, the Wayfarers. Yes. And the Aviators. And the, right, the Aviators. The Ray the Ray Ban Aviators. Yeah. Yes. They're both Ray Bans, so I think Ray Ban owes Tom Cruise a lot of money. A lot of money for how popular they became. Um, yeah, so that was interesting, and I think that I did read that about the fact they said they actually set up tables outside of movie theaters, yep. like to recruit. Do you remember yep. any of that? I don't or remember hearing about seeing any of that, that, but I did read that. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, it's basically like I there's a lot of stuff. We'll go over it in the trivia section, but like a lot of stuff that they had lots of consultants on this to right. make sure it was like right. legit. Right, and um, the the government actually endorsed the movie. Yeah, but it actually helped pay for some of the stuff because they only charged, you know, the producers a million eight to use all those planes and only the air. A million eight. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's quite a. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, they said today said in the movie it's like a thirty million dollar plane. Oh yeah. And they only charged them a million eight. What a steal! Yeah, it's a steal. That's and they didn't steal. really actually lose one. So. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I know because I read somewhere like. They actually, like, um, the Pentagon had to, like, sign off on... They let them shoot two missiles yeah. from the <laughs> plane. Yeah, and they, they've, like... And you saw that, and it's the replayed over yeah, and over every they time filmed, they shoot it. They said they filmed it from different <laughs> angles so that they could make it look like it was different, like, whatever. But And the rest of it was, like, models. Yes. And, and you can tell they were models by the way they exploded. Well, they actually, like... They, it said somewhere that the government actually launched an investigation because they thought they were lying. Oh. Uh, how real it looked on the on film of yeah. like they were like we only told them they were allowed to shoot two and here they are like whatever and so they actually launched an investigation into the movie studio because they thought that they kind of pulled one I over didn't on know them. that i never like i even knew that and i didn't think none of it really looked like models to me but i don't really i'm not you know all up to i can't pick planes out from the, <laughs> as specs in the sky like dad can <laughs> Um, but so he goes to Top Gun, um, this flight school, and um, obviously his competition in Iceman. Of course. Which, Val Kilmer, a.k.a. Which, Batman. A bad Batman. A bad Batman. <laughs> and, yeah, it was like, you just didn't like Val Kilmer at all when you were in the, watching the movie. You're like going, I really don't like Iceman. I just He's really just don't. I just don't jerk. think Val Kilmer is a good actor, ever. I don't mm. know that I've ever seen him in anything. He was a like, good jerk in good. this one. I mean... Kind of. He just seems like a meathead. Like, he just seems like, mm. I don't know, his hair was great. Yeah, he had great hair in this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I don't just, know that that was realistic for, I don't think the Navy would have allowed him to have hair It like didn't that. seem like they had strict hair guidelines for it's, any of them. No. Not that, like, I mean, Tom Cruise is pretty clean cut, but. Right. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, So he goes, obviously, Iceman's, like, supposedly the best pilot, but, you know, Maverick's like, nah, dog, it's me. Yeah. And but like Iceman's that. very by the book. He follows the rules. He doesn't do anything wild and crazy. Like Maverick does. Right. He does everything wild and crazy. Um and so that's kind of the big like contentious like plot line while they're at the school. But then he goose his like flying buddy. Which by the way, baby Meg Ryan. I did not know she was in this movie. Oh yeah. And it's her film debut. This is the first movie she that's was the first ever one in. She ever did? Yeah. And wow. she plays Goose's wife. Which is, she's annoying in this movie. <laughs> the character she's a little, is. Yeah, she's a little I annoying. I mean, Meg Ryan did a good job, but yeah. I mean, the character is annoying. Right. 
But she's kind go. of like just supposed to be like, I don't know. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, please stop talking. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> please stop talking. Uh, she is a little <laughs> over the top. Um, yeah. But I think that kind of like it's like the good like counterbalance to Goose's character. Like he's kind of more mellow. Um, sort of, but he's the wisecracker in the whole thing. He is. I mean, he's yeah. always, you know, making wisecracks and making yeah. jokes. And but he's kind of even keel. Like he's not like he never gets like over the top or like, right. you know what I mean? Right. Um. And then that's like the, I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, but Goose dies. Goose dies. Yeah. It's really sad, actually. It's a very, yeah, it's a very hard part of the movie because of the characters in the movie, I think Goose is probably the most loved. M- yeah, the most loved yeah. of the characters because he doesn't say anything or do anything that makes you dislike him. Right. And he's always kind of got. Tom Cruise is back. Maverick's back. Right. Yeah. Which I, that was a question I had. I wrote down in the notes where I was like, what is the guy in the back doing? Can he not do anything? Oh, that's the radar intercept officer. That's your Rio. What does that mean? He, he runs, he runs the weapon systems and he runs the radar and he manages all the other things that the pilot doesn't need to involve himself in. So if you pilot, get a lot of single seat airplanes, like uh, the F-18 right now is a, is a single seat. When Top Gun 2 comes out, you'll see Tom in the F-18. It's a single seat, and he has to manage all of that stuff. Well, when the Navy came out with the F-14, they made it a two-seater so that the guy in the back, because the F-4, F-4s were the same way. They have two-seaters. So there was a pilot, and then there's a Rio, a radar intercept officer. So he's back there running all the weapon systems, managing the, uh, tracking the fuel, tracking all that stuff, and he's giving the pilot all the information. So that's what he's doing back there. He's not doing nothing. He's not just there for the ride, but he's back there managing all those systems, whereas the pilot is making sure. That's the reason they talk to him and says, you know, you know, talk to me, Goose. What do you, what do you, what's, you know, what's out there? Yeah. Tell me what's out there. So the pilot is obviously flying the plane. Right. But then he's also shooting. Like, he's control of the right. weapons. Right, right. Well, he's he's in control of who where where the plane goes and what it does. The, the Rio is back there to manage all the systems. Okay. Because there was a lot of times where I was like, why are they in the plane <laughs> Right. <laughs> it it's like, felt like why is he were... back there? Well, oh, like, he's watching the radar. In like oh, the okay. in the opening sequence when he's out and Cougar goes like catatonic or whatever, like he's not responding. Right. I'm like, can the dude in the back not fly the plane? Like that seems I'm not like I'm sure. An... I think there are some flight controls back there. I was gonna say that seems like the biggest oversight in aviation right. history that there's right. two people in the plane and not one other person. Like if something happens, right. Right. But that guy can't take over because then he's just I think it's one a of sitting the, duck. I think that's one of the bloopers I wrote down in, in my notes. There's a ton of bloopers in this movie. Like that? Stuff like that that's inaccurate. Yeah. Well, um, like, did so they did it for, like, dramatic purposes so probably. that Tom Cruise would, probably, like... Probably, yes. Yeah, because the whole time I'm like, can the guy in the back not do anything? Yeah, I think there are some flight controls. He's not supposed to. Right, but in an, in in emergency, an emergency, yeah. Yes. Yes. That seems like something that should happen. Yeah. Um, so Goose passes away um, in a in a f- weird freak accident where he goes into a flat spin, which is not it. It's it's the flat spin does happen. I've seen video, actual video footage of a of a an F fourteen in a flat spin, 
and they do happen. Um, but him dying that way would not happen that way. Well, I had a... In because the ch- when that canopy, when you pull that, and that canopy, you know, ignites and it comes flying off, that thing would have ripped off long before that ejection seat would have come out. Because so he hit the... He hit the canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so this is interesting. So the Pentagon... Apparently, Goose was supposed to die a different way. Yeah. And the Pentagon was like... In a mm, midair collision. No. Yeah. So they switched it to this because they didn't want, because it was going to be a recruiting tool. Right. They were like, we don't want like a ton of people dying <laughs> so right. that people are freaked out to do it. Right. Um, although that seems, so I guess it, they wanted it to seem like a freak accident and not right. like something that happens all the time. All the time. Right. Um, Which I get that. Yeah. So he hits his head and then as he like, I guess the whole, he was instantly I think the killed. Impact, or, yeah. I think the impact kills him. Yeah. But he has a helmet on. He did, but it probably the the force of the seat as it ejects out of the uh, plane. Yeah. yeah, he would have crushed. He would have broke his neck or something. Yeah, Ugh, it was really ugly. Um, and that sends uh, Maverick, Tom Cruise's character, into he's like, I can't do this anymore. Right. Like it really freaked him out. Um, kind of a little bit paralleling what happened to Cougar at the beginning of the movie. Like, there's a lot of similar shots of him, like in the cockpit just like sweating half to death um just covered in that's sweat. what i th- that's what i understand i wrote down here why is everyone so sweaty all the time <laughs> you watch like the movie just, it's like they just dumped a bucket of water on everybody well, before they filmed every scene well and you look at that and you look there has to be somebody on set that has a spray bottle and he <laughs> sprays yeah. everybody's face is like make it look like you're sweating yeah, yeah yeah it's like why and it's just like sitting on their face yes. it's like resting yeah it's, it's, really it's not like you know he's dripping you know, like it's running down yeah. it's not like it's like it's there's his face is covered in sweat yeah 90 percent of the time yeah and i think like he so they you know it's a it's a few days i'm assuming a week before he's supposed to graduate from top gun right which is like a five to six week program ish they said at the beginning of the movie i think so yeah yeah so um he kind of he's like i'm gonna quit i can't do this like this has really messed me up right and um you know a few people from the school and then which um, i was confused i've always been confused did he actually graduate with his class or did he not because they said you have enough points to graduate with your class or you can quit is what viper told him when he goes to visit him at his house and then he says, okay, but then he doesn't show up to the graduation until it's over. And it's like, okay. So did he graduate? Did he graduate or did he quit? But he comes and back he at the end. Shows up. Well, he comes back at the end to teach at the flight school, and surely you can't teach unless you've graduated. Maybe not. I guess so. I'm assuming that he graduated along with them because Maybe he had enough points. He just didn't want to participate in the ceremony because it was too difficult for him right. to do. Or maybe he was just running late. He was I mean, r- he was running late for dinner. That's right. It seems like a character right, when flaw. When he showed up to Charlie's house. Yeah, he's it seems like maybe that's just part of his personality. He just shows up late to stuff. Yeah. Uh maybe that's a definite answer we'll get in Top Gun 2. It only took, you know, however 30 something years for the sequel to come out. Right. So maybe that's a question that we'll definitely get an answer if to. If he's perpetually late or he's <laughs> <Both>. not. <laughs> Were you just late for the graduation ceremony, or did you do it on purpose? That's right. Tom, yes. Um, did you get up late? 
Yeah. Where did you sleep in? Did your did your alarm not go off? And then when he graduates with them, graduates with them, I thought it was interesting. And I never understood. It's like you're in the middle of a ceremony and they come in with orders. And well, there's like the reception afterwards. Yeah. I thought it was weird, too. I, I wrote down a note where I was like, they're graduating by the side of a pool. Like it's so it's random. Like, where are they? Like, there were so no many liberties. Place? I know. Well, there were so many liberties that they took with this stuff that you're like going, they did some of this stuff just for dramatic purposes. You can tell it's obvious. Or it's they like, were what? like, this would be a cool shot. Let's have them graduate by the pool. By the pool. Like, it's it like whose pool sense. is that? Is yeah. that the pool where they trained and train and know. you know they do their you know rescue training or whatever? But um, I just thought it was interesting that they did it that way. Yeah. Um, before he goes to the graduation ceremony, though, he kind of has a conversation with Viper, which is like the guy that's like runs the Top Gun school. He's, the, he's yeah. like the guy. He's the guy. Um, and he finds out that Viper actually was flying with his dad and he knows the confidential information that right. he hasn't known all these years. Right. Um, and that's basically that his dad like kind of went down with honor. Right. And was helping other. Right. Like pilots right. and stuff like that. So I thought that was nice. He was heroic. Right. Um, and then he graduates or doesn't graduate, but got orders. I don't know. So he goes back to the Naval, which um, I think is interesting. He goes back to his same ship. Right. And now Iceman's with him and all this other stuff. And they have an actual mission that they have to go out on. And he ends up like he's, he's freezing and Iceman's kind of like relying on him. And like Mm. just at the right minute, he kind of snaps into it. Well, he's holding Goose's dog. That's right. It's not the weirdest scene in the whole movie. Why is he holding his... He's he's supposed to be flying his plane with his hand, not holding the dog tags. Yeah, he's holding the two dog tags, and he's like, Goose, speak to me. (laughs) And he's like holding the dog tags and flying with the other one. Which, by the way, I wrote down in my notes, I was like, um, Merlin looks like he's never flown in a plane before in that scene. His eyes are just full (laughs) of panic. The whole time. And I didn't realize till the end that Merlin is Tim Robbins, which right. is even extra hilarious to me. But <laughs> he looks like, and he's gripping onto things in the plane like he's never been inside there before. It's like, I've never been inside. What's going on? I know. He was freaking out. It was kind of funny. Um, but the main storyline that we've completely skipped over is the love story between Charlie and Pete, a.k.a. Which, Maverick. did you know, did you read in your trivia stuff that her character is based on an yes, actual person? I do. I have all of the, the goods, and I'll read yeah. over that in my trivia section, which is actually fascinating and made me love her character even more. Yeah. Um, I love that she's, like, unapologetically intelligent. Like, she d- is good at her job. Yeah. And she just, like, doesn't take crap from anyone. And, like, she... They, like, meet at a bar, except he doesn't know who she is. She doesn't really know who he is. Right. Um, and he's, like, flirting with her, obviously. And they sing this song, um, You've Got That Loving Feeling. Yeah. You've lost... Wait, is that... What's the song? You've Lost That Loving You've Feeling. You've Lost That Loving Feeling. And I've realized that Tom Cruise sings or lip syncs in so many of his movies that I'm... Almost sure that he wanted to be a rock star at one point because of how much he sings in his movies. <laughs> like I was like, and is that that has to be him really singing? It is because he's off key. It's really bad. <laughs> because I I actually thought I was like, oh, he's not terrible. Um, not terrible, but there's some parts of it you're like going, oh uh, wow, he's I know. way off pitch. I know, but he's just you know in character. But um, so they 
kind of have the will they, won't they as the movie goes on. Right. And then he goes over to her house for dinner um, and all that stuff. And so the whole thing where he shows up late and she and he hasn't like, showered. And I'm he like, he hasn't Dude. showered yet. And I was Ugh. like, what, you're going to eat dinner and you haven't showered yet? He'd been, it was the volleyball scene. He came from the volleyball. Not, which is your mom's favorite scene from the entire movie. You <laughs> know course, that. Of course it is. The volleyball scene is well, yeah. your mom's. And I think she likes Rick Rosovich. Really? Slider. She likes when he's, he's the out worst there. character in the whole no, but he, movie. He's, he's, looks pretty nice with his shirt off. I thought she had a big crush on Tom Cruise. Why she wouldn't did, she? But she liked. The way Slider looked with his shirt off. Oh I my guess. gosh! I don't know. Mom's gonna be so embarrassed. When she <laughs> <to this> podcast. <laughs> she did. So like her favorite part of the whole movie was that volleyball scene. Slider in the volleyball scene. Oh, mom, scandalous. Um, I was literally that whole scene. I couldn't even focus because I was like, "Is Tom Cruise in jeans?" Playing volleyball, He's in playing jeans. volleyball in jeans and without a shirt on in <laughs> jeans. I'm like clearly it's hot outside it's california and you're just in jeans can you imagine how gross that would be and then there's sand all in your jeans oh Ugh. yeah so and gross. then he's gonna put on his boots it's so gross and, and his, his bomber, bomber jacket, jacket. <laughs> in san diego california in san diego california and go ride his kawasaki ninja over to Charlie's house. Over to Charlie's house. And or then wander around her house like he's some peeping Tom. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> um, just looking in her house. And yeah. she's just like going, Lieutenant. <laughs> Lieutenant. Yeah. And then he just comes in. He's like, like hey. He, like yeah. he owns the place. Yeah, it's interesting. So they kind of have a will there, won't they? Then they kind of do. They do. And they get together, and she's like, don't tell anybody because I'm, like, the boss, and I can't really, like, date any students. Right. Um. So it's kind of, like, secretive, too. So there's, like, that element of it. Which right. Which, that was fun. So the elevator scene. Which um, I thought was hilarious because you see her just dressed to the nines. Oh, and yeah, all she's of sudden, blazers and all and this stuff. And then all of a sudden, she shows up in the elevator with a baseball cap and a bomber jacket. Well, do you know why? No. It was filmed after production was way over. Oh, really? And her hair was brown. Oh, it was. She had dyed it for another movie. And so they had to put her in a baseball cap. There you go. To cover her hair. And Tom Cruise's hair is actually longer in that scene than it is the rest of the movie. And they kind of try and slick it back. Okay. Um, so that's so that why was she's a, in a hat. It that was, was a retake? Was it, that a retake or they, a reshoot? They put the scene in there because when they tested it with audiences, um, they said they, they inserted that scene and then the love scene. The unnecessary um, love scene. Yes, because they because people are like, why aren't they hooking up? So they filmed like, that. You, Which, just, by the way, I want all of my listeners to know that Dad made us skip the sex scene because <laughs> it's <laughs> completely unnecessary. It's like, why? It's like, oh. Dad ugh. goes, and now here's the unnecessary sex scene, and then he starts forwarding through it. And I was like, oh, are we not watching? <laughs> and he was like, no. And now I know where I get that, so it's all good. Um. But that's hilarious. So I have not, I've seen 99% of Top Gun, but right. not that 1%. Because um, <laughs> so it's not, not needed. No, I know. It's so like, they, we get it. They like each other. Kiss, kiss. Yes. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> they like each other. It's like, no, they do not need to hook up. Oh we can, you can infer that without showing anything. Um, so they shot that scene and the elevator scene afterwards to kind of solidify their relationship, I guess. Okay. So, Whatever. um, but so. Th- 
after Goose dies, their whole he just is weird and he's like, I just don't think I can do any of this. Like the flying, the being in a relationship with her. Right, right. She got a job in DC. Right. So Which, it was just kind of the character that it's based off of. Yes. She was the highest ranking female in the d- defense d- Department, Department of, of defense. defense. I know, it's crazy. Um so uh but then by the end of it, once he kind of regains his confidence, he goes back to Top Gun. He wants to start teaching at the flight school. Right. And she shows up at the same bar and puts the quarter in the jukebox. To and play that loving feeling. That feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I guess it's inferred that they, something happens again. Get together. Yeah. But I guess we'll find out in Top Gun too. If Kelly McGillis is not going to be in Top Gun. now in their 50s, they're still together. <laughs> Have you seen her? <laughs> no. You've not seen her? I don't think any of them are coming back except Tom Cruise, right? Uh, Val Kilmer said, I read an article Is that he said that it? he was a possibility that he would be t- completely down for that. Interesting. He has not aged well. He's not. He's a fatty now. He's a fatty. He's a fatty. I know he is. <laughs> He's got a really fat, full face It's now. true. Tom Cruise like is his like... His head and his neck are the same size. Do you think that's the only reason Tom Cruise agreed to come back? He was like, yes, if the original cast comes back too, and I clearly am the one that have <laughs> aged the best. The best. I yeah. looked at some of the characters... The people that played certain characters like uh, oh, Wolfman in Hollywood, those two guys, yeah, they did not age Have well. you seen Goose? Yes. He didn't Goose have any hair. no hair. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, bald Anthony now. Anthony Edwards has no hair. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so that's basically- he still got that cheesy mustache, though. He totally does. He was great. I loved his character. He was I so did good. Too. Um, and it worked. It really did. And I think that's good storytelling, that they make you fall in love with his character, and then it, it really- has a lot more impact when he dies. Like if any of the other characters right. would have died, it wouldn't have had right as much impact. It's like um, if Iceman had died, you would have gone, yes. <laughs> or like, oh, well. <laughs> um, but so some of the notes that I wrote down and feel free to chime in with any of your own, but I actually thought it was interesting. Something that made me think that opening scene um, was the cinematography and um, they're in the movie, the aviator. Mm hmm about Howard Hughes. Mm-hmm. So he made a movie in 1930 called Hell's Angels. Really? And it was um, about, it had planes flying in it. And there's yeah. a whole sequence in Hell's Angels, or in The Aviator, when he's shooting Hell's Angels, where he's watching footage of the planes, and he's like, why don't they look fast? And they're like, well, they're not flying against anything. So if you're flying against a, a blank sky, you can't tell how fast they're going because there's no reference point. Right. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting because I noticed it in this movie that they show, they're always showing clouds. They're always showing mountains, ground, like whatever, so that you can tell how fast they're going. Right. Um, which, is, which is one of the, the bloopers in the film. Yeah. Because when they take that first hop. Yeah. They said the hard deck is 10,000 feet. Yeah. Well, at 10,000 feet, the only thing up there is clouds or air. Oh, yeah. There are no mountains up there. Oh, there are yeah. no mountains in California that are 10,000 feet high. Well, there you go. So. So that was incorrect information. That was incorrect. And if you notice them, they they engaged. They said there's no engagement below 10,000 feet. That's the hard deck, which means right. once you go below 10,000 feet, yeah. you said you have to disengage. That was why he got in trouble. Right, right, right. When he did the inversion. But if you notice that they engaged, they're like a thousand feet off the ground. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going head to head, flying right at each other, and they're, yeah. you know, ground's right down there. Yeah. So, blooper. Blooper alert. There's plenty of bloopers on this one. Yeah. 
right. You know, the way certain scenes, certain scenes were shot. It's like, no, that's not happened. You know, there's certain scenes where uh, Maverick is now behind Jester and he's got him and they show them going up. Well, all of a sudden Tom Cruise's plane's ahead. Right. It's like, how did that happen? Yeah. He's supposed to be behind him. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. You notice it and you're going, what the heck is going on? Did this movie start you in really into planes, or were you into planes before this? I liked planes before that, but this just kind of sent it over the top as far as being, you know, really into them. And that's when I started, you know, collecting some of the books that I got that were on, you know, nerd books about planes. You know, you get all the technical data about planes and so on and so forth. For instance, the F-14 Tomcat is the only fighter jet in the world that can shoot six different targets simultaneously it was made to do that that's the reason it was considered an air superiority fighter in that time period because it could fire on six separate targets simultaneously they had they carried this missile called the phoenix missile which they could fire it and then forget about it they didn't have to keep tracking it they could lock onto a target because the 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 radar system that they put in that thing could track six six different targets and fire all that all six of them that's simultaneously crazy. one right after the other and just you know yeah it was cool that's crazy um another thing i had written down was the first bar scene when they first get to top gun school or whatever and they're in their like whites their dress whites yeah um and Val Kilmer is talking to him at the bar. He's yeah. so uncomfortably close to his face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, it makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm like, is it supposed to be like a threatening thing? Yeah. And I'm sure it is. But yeah. at some it's point. It's intimidation. Yeah. But at some point, it's just awkward. Like, it's like fine if it's like one thing that you're saying to them and you're that close to their face. But right. to have a full on conversation <laughs> that close well, to conversation face. And he keeps popping stuff in his mouth and he keeps chewing in his face. Oh and I wish he wanted to go, stop. I would punch him. Stop. Yeah. Um. This is a really good, I feel like, uh, obviously this is the, I would consider, I mean, Risky Business was a big movie, but this is like, this is the movie that yeah. launched Tom Cruise's career. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I feel like this is like the beginning of, like it really showcases how he manages to perfectly balance cockiness and being charming. Yeah. Because he's really cocky, but you don't ever hate him. Right. Like, you're not like, ugh, he's so smug. Like, I hate that guy. Like, he's, like, really... Kind of like Iceman. Yeah, but, like, he's confident, but he also has this, like, likability to him. Right. Which I think is a lot of what Tom Cruise is, has based his career on, is that likability. Yeah. Um, and that charm that I think comes natural to him. I think so, too. Yeah. He just seems like a people person. Like, mm-hmm. um... I wrote down again that the actor playing Slider is terrible. He's so bad. <laughs> I can't believe that that's the one mom liked. Well, um, in that scene, I don't think she was. Right. He was her favorite. He's a terrible. Through the whole, t- through the whole thing, actor. I think she just liked him in that scene. Take my breath away. Just randomly starting up every five minutes was kind <laughs> of distracting. <laughs> and I get that it was supposed to be their love theme, but I feel like in modern movies, it's usually a score and not a full-blown song right which i feel like is probably a really 80s maybe early 90s probably like thing um but it, it i couldn't help but think of the scene from parks and rec where get on your feet is starting like every five seconds while right. leslie nope is walking out on the right. ice and i was like that's take my breath away in this movie um 
There's a random scene where Kelly McGillis is just wearing glasses, like never at any point in the movie is she Ever. wearing glasses. Yeah, it's like, why all of a sudden is she wearing glasses? I know, but she looked good in them. They were weird glasses, but I kind of liked they them. They were big. They were huge. It was the 80s, but like, I was kind of like, oh, she's kind of rocking them. Yeah. She's pulling it off. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the infamous aviators are in this movie. We talked about that. Um, The shower locker room scene was where- fake. Was fake? I'm not fake in the sense that, but they wouldn't do that. Oh, wait outside the showers and towels just like standing yes. there? The, the shower scene was inserted. I mean, I wouldn't know because I'm not a dude. And right. I've never well, been in a they, locker room It's like you dudes. go back to there, they're not going to have a shower scene. They go, they're going to go change out of their flight gear, put their stuff on, go home. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Because they have places that are close to the base. They have base housing. Oh, yeah. Why would they all pile and wait in the locker Why? room? Yeah. Because I read and something a while back and said that was completely inserted. It's like that was they totally just needed, unrealistic. They just like needed a place for that scene to take yes. place. Yeah. Yeah. But I, during that scene, I looked at Dad and I was like, well, now I know why Goose didn't have his shirt off in the volleyball scene. Because <laughs> um, he did not have any muscles. Um, nope. And you know, you know why he's the radar intercept officer. Right. Too. Exactly. <laughs> Like, because the three other guys in the volleyball on on the volleyball court were all shirtless, and I was like, okay, I get it. And then I was like, why does Goose have a shirt on? Shower the uh, locker room scene comes along, and I'm like, I get it. And then I have two last notes, which are at the very not the very end, but sort of towards the end. He throws Goose's tags in the ocean, and it's supposed to be this really like (laughs) he's returning him to the you know he's like letting him go and returning to the ocean. And I got really mad. I was like, his kid. Might want, want those someday. Why would his wife want those? Right. It's like, why did, I didn't understand why Maverick got those and those aren't returned to the family. Right. Maybe off screen, Meg Ryan was like, you can keep them. But I was like, he just throws them into the ocean. And I'm like, he has a kid. He has a wife. Like, he left people behind. Don't you think they might want those? Um, and then the best part of the whole movie was dad lip syncing to You Lost That Loving Feeling at the end <laughs> during the end credits. <laughs> And I wish that that was something I would have captured. Uh, what do you, do you have any other notes? Oh, I've got tons of notes. Um, I love all the quotes that are in there. There's oh, yeah. Some really There's famous a, quotes that yeah. are in here. I wrote some of them down. Um, when, you know, he didn't land the plane at the, the opening scene where he helped Cougar land his mm-hmm. jet. And he goes in there and talks to his commanding officer. And his commanding officer says, your ego's writing checks your body can't cash. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I've heard that, and I didn't know it was from this movie. It was from this movie, yeah. I was like, that's a great one. Uh, I've used that one before. (laughs) Uh, I could tell you, but then I could have to kill you when he's talking to Charlie. And she's like, you got top secret. He's like, eh, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. I've used that a number of times. Um, Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern negative is full. I use that probably eh, at least once a day. I feel like I say school. negative ghostwriter because I've heard you say it and not right. because I've heard it in this movie. Right. So, you know, a student comes up and asks if they can go to the bath- bathroom or something like that. I'm just like, negative ghostwriter. <laughs> the pattern is full. <laughs> and they were like, they what? look at me like, what? what? What did you just say? It's from Top Gun. I go, what movie is that from? I don't know. They don't know anything. <laughs> um,. I feel the need, the need for speed. That's another one. Uh, just a walk in the park, Kazansky. When he's saying in that right before Goose dies. Yeah. And he asks, you know, Iceman says to Maverick, are you up for this? 
And he's like, it's just a walk in the park, Kazanski. And then Goose dies because Iceman won't get out of the way. Freaking Iceman. So really, Goose really, dies because of Iceman? That's what I say. Oh, interesting. Because he had the shot. He wouldn't take the shot. He wouldn't take the shot. Then he pulls off. And when he does, they fly through his jet wash. It causes his... Oh. Not to say he did, did anything wrong. I think they would have said something in the movie that, you know, he did something wrong. Right. But it's Iceman. He doesn't do anything wrong. Right. So it was just an accident. But he flew through his jet wash and caused his engines to stall. Yeah. And then they flamed out. So. It's annoying. Um, flat spin is a real thing. I've seen that. Um, in that scene afterwards, when they get back to the hospital and uh, Viper comes in to talk to Tom. Yeah. And he's in I saw, there. I saw you writing sink, notes down and I was like, I don't know what he's writing down, but I'm very like, interested. Wow. Those are some big tidy whities that Tom's got on. <laughs> Well, like, I just got done watching Risky Business last week, and I was like, man, this is, like, the second movie that he's just got full-on tidy whities on. Oh, yeah, and he's got that one seat, the, the shower seat, he's got the tidy whities on. I know, on. it's like, and I'm, dude. like, going, is there not military underwear that they issue them, or they just issue them the Hanes tidy whities type know. thing? I don't know. But those were some big, they were, like, I'm assuming way up. those didn't catch on, to, like, the aviators <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, ooh, look at that. Oh, I want to wear those. <laughs> they like, are no. really, they were like huge granny panty underwear. Oh, like, I was just like going, oh, wow. Those are <laughs> huge. Why is he wearing those? That's hilarious. But, yeah. And then it seemed in that same scene, Viper's encouragement, quote unquote, encouragement to uh, Maverick seemed a little harsh. Yeah, he was like, that, you got to forget about him. Like, you got to let yeah, it you go. You got to let him go. Yeah. It's like, that's a little too soon to tell somebody that. Yeah, like his, his like, best pal, like his family. He says like that he early just in the movie. He's, yeah, he he's, just died. And yeah. you're saying, you got to let him go. Yeah, give him a couple of days. Jeez. Or like a week or something. Right. I know. No, I agree with that. Did you know that they never say Goose's full name in the movie? I, what was his name? I don't even know what his name exactly. was. Exactly. His name's Nick Bradshaw. Oh. What? Lieutenant, Lieutenant Nick Bradshaw. Interesting. Call sign Goose. All the other ones, you can hear them say their names Kazansky, at some point. Yeah, stuff like that. Tom Kazansky. Yeah. You know, Pete Mitchell. And they even say, you know, Viper's name, Commander Mike Metcalf. Yeah. And so you hear some of these other people, but she's like, uh, one time I, r I realized, I was like, you never hear Goose's real name. I had to look that up. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, he's not a Nick. He's a Goose. So it's like Nick. And his wife's name's Carol. I know. Should have just let her keep her name Meg. Yeah, whatever. And then that in that scene, I didn't think that was Tom, the, Tom's best acting when Goose died and trying to make him look like he's really yeah. upset and grieving his. It's like, oh, he's stretching. Yeah, he's, he's not getting very far. Still a young actor, Dad. Right, I yeah. know. I thought he did pretty good. I thought he, he was did. fine. It was fine when he was by himself, but then when he went into the room with Meg Ryan and the kid, I was like, oh. But I feel like he was trying to go for that, like, stoic, but I'm, like, tearing up, but also I'm stoic, and it didn't really translate. No. Yeah. And then you see at the very end when when Tom rides by Charlie's house, and it has the for rent yeah. sign in the yard. That sign was there when he went over there the first time. I know, but it... But it 
it wasn't in that exact spot, but it was there. It was there. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> and I'm going, wait a She second. might still be there. Go inside. <laughs> that's right. Go She's in. renting it. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, and then why was he late for? I was like, I could never figure out why Tom was late. Why Maverick was late for the graduation thing. I'm telling you, I think we need to tweet at Tom Cruise and say, that is a question you need to answer. <laughs> Tom can do. That's right. Inquiring minds want to know. Um. Okay, so I'm going to go. I have a ton of trivia for this movie, but I think it's because it's so popular. Okay. Um. So when the guys, as students, were first being spoken to by Charlie in the hangar, yeah. Maverick explains that he gave the bird to a MiG. She asks how he saw the MiG up close, and he says he was flying inverted. Right then, Iceman coughs bullshit, and right. the guys laugh. And that line was actually ad-libbed by Vil- Val Kilmer. And everyone's reactions are genuine. Oh, really? Yeah, he ad-libbed that line, um, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, and I thought this was interesting, too. I didn't actually write this down, but I read it that um, the Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards actually stayed in a different hotel than the rest of the, the guys in the movie to kind of keep that separation so that they wouldn't feel like buddy-buddy. Oh, okay. So, like, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, like, did not hang out when they filmed this movie, which I thought oh. was interesting. That's cool. Um. Val Kilmer did not want to be in this film, but was forced to by contractual obligations. And with it actually, uh, with the studio, I'm assuming, oh. but somehow, I mean, obviously, and it's one of his most iconic roles, um, you know, obviously other than Batman, um, that he's, which he was a good Batman. He was a terrible Bruce Wayne. That's accurate. Um, Anthony Edwards, the guy who played goose is the only actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter jets <laughs> everybody else puked <laughs> really yeah um so they took him up um uh, actually that's how jerry bruckheimer convinced tom cruise to do the movie because tom cruise didn't want to do this movie like oh, at all really? which is shocking now that he's become this like action plane guy well and then he's a thrill seeker now yeah but i think this kind of started it because he did not want to be in this movie and jerry bruckheimer was like just meet me we're gonna go up in a plane and they said he puked the whole time and he was like, oh my gosh, he's not going to do it. And then he came back down and he was like, I'm doing it. We're doing this movie. Like he was like stoked about it and then was fine so every other time. 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And uh, he was fine. He went up two other times and he was fine those two times. But the first right. time he like puked his guts out. Oh, well, yeah. Because you're not used to those G forces. I know. You're not. We're going to talk about your experience with that oh, in yeah. a little bit. Um, I puked too. So <laughs> you're, you're the same like standard as Tom Cruise. He threw up. Um, it was my first time in a fighter plane too. Uh, which, by the way, fun Tom Cruise story involving my dad. So total side note. <laughs> We went out to L.A. the summer after my senior year of high school, 2005, and we went to two movie premieres. The first one was the Batman Begins premiere, and it was on Hollywood Boulevard at Man's Chinese Theater, and they did not shut down the traffic on Hollywood Boulevard. So you can't you can't go on the same side of the street as the red carpet, obviously, for safety reasons and Which all that stuff. it was stuff. a black carpet for this one. Right, because it's Batman. Right. And we saw them drive the brand new Batmobile that nobody had seen yet because the movie wasn't out. It's up crazy. the street, which is crazy. Right. And um, so we're four lanes of traffic on the other side of the street from all these, you know, celebrities that are showing up. They did stop at one way. It was going that one direction because they were loading the, the, the limos. Were coming oh, yeah, that yeah, direction. yeah. But on our side of the street, there was yeah. two lanes of traffic that you were having to look through. Right. And like, I mean, obviously, like, four, we're four lanes away from them. Right. So, um Obviously, Katie Holmes was in that movie, so this is when the whole Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes thing was going on. 
Um, and so Tom Cruise showed up to the premiere and, but he obviously wasn't in the movie. So he actually came across the street and was like signing autographs and like taking pictures with fans. And we just happened to be on the wrong end of the street. Right. So we were like across from man's Chinese theater and he crossed over where the, the black carpet began. Right. And where and, they dropped him off out of the limos. Right. Where they dropped him off. And so we were like, Oh man. And he crossed back across the street. We didn't get to see him. And mom was kind of freaking out because she right. loves Tom Cruise. Right. And, and you love Top Gun and. I was excited because it was Tom I mean, Cruise. I love Tom Cruise to you, you know. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, not the way mom does, but, you know. Um, Tommy. Tommy. So he's walking. the. There's a there's a front carpet where they're interviewing people, and then there's a back carpet where people who aren't in the movie kind of just walk and skip all the media. And so Tom Cruise is walking the back carpet, and my and dad <laughs> just yells across four lanes of traffic, Hey, buddy! Hey, like Tom, buddy. Yeah, and he turned around and he waved at us, and I was like, "Dad, you can't yell, hey, buddy, to Tom Cruise." And he's like, "It worked. He turned around." That's right. And he almost he was starting to move, and then he stopped. I know he almost, but if they if there was no traffic, I think he would have. I think he would have come over there. Yeah, he was so nice to turn around and wave at us. But I was like, "Oh my gosh, Dad, you just yelled, hey, buddy, to Tom Cruise." I was like, "Oh my gosh, he turned and waved at us." Um, so we've met quote unquote tom cruise yeah. we waved from to a him. distance yeah we waved to him from a distance um so that was that was a fun little tie-in um to tom cruise right and uh That's probably the closest we'll ever get probably unless he hears this podcast and he's like i have to be on this i podcast. have to meet them i have to <laughs> meet no, the rosses i don't think that that's gonna happen but if it did i would not be disappointed um okay next trivia fact charlie's older mandate at the Officers Club is yeah. the real life Viper. Oh, really? Pete Pettigrew. So there's a guy that was consulting on the film named, right. named Pete Pettigrew, who he was Perry, who, who was yeah, who was Viper. Okay. And um, he's a retired Navy pilot and a Top Gun instructor, and he shot down a MiG during the Vietnam War. So everything about that character is like true about this guy. Okay. Um. And he was a technical consultant on the film, and that's actually why they named Maverick. Pete. Oh. So his, after him. Yeah. So his name in the original script was Evan. Maverick's name was Evan oh. Mitchell. And they, they changed it to Pete um, to, and kind of like to honor him. Um, after the car chase, when uh, uh, Charlie chases Maverick on his motorcycle because he cuts her off mid-sentence, right. he's really mad. Right. Um, when Charlie tells Maverick that she didn't want anyone to find out she was falling for him, um, he originally had a line to say, and he forgot it, so he just kissed her. <laughs> and that's the scene that they kept in the movie. Like, what, what, do you remember? What, did they say? No, what the they don't line say was? what the line is. But he, they said Tom Cruise just kind of like blanked, and he, so he was like, yeah, "I'm just gonna kiss her." And Tony Scott was like, I kind of liked that better. So they left it in. This was, so we've been talking about this, but the character portrayed by Kelly McGillis is based on Christine Fox, mm-hmm. a civilian flight instructor. Um, the producers actually met on a visit to Miramar while doing research to prepare for the movie. Right. That's what so, I read. Yeah. yeah. So like she was actually supposed to be like some woman that wasn't even like she was they not smart. They said a or a... Yeah. Um, but Fox actually eventually rose through the ranks at the Pentagon, retiring in May of 2014. As wow. acting deputy secretary of defense, um, the highest post ever held by a woman at the DOD. Right. Which is crazy that like in 86, they identified this woman. Right. As like. It was a civilian contractor. Yeah. yeah. And then she ended up, it's insane. And then she, the, she's got like a whole character in a movie based after her, which is right. so crazy. 
Um, Which they said, the thing that I said is they always knew when she was coming because she was wearing the high heels. And she's the only one that who you could hear coming because she was clicking those heels coming oh, yeah. down the hallway. Yeah. And she goes, I'm the only one that clicks heels around here. That's awesome. She knows who I, she goes, yeah. they, they always hear me coming. They always know who I am. Um, Paramount Pictures commissioned Grumman, the makers of the F-14, to develop and install special camera mounts on the plane. And this allowed the filmmakers to use real aerial point of view footage of the Tomcat in flight. Which I think is really interesting, A, because I felt like when we were watching this, I was trying to imagine movies that I've seen before this and how groundbreaking that was. Yeah. Like the cinematography of this movie and how they were like, there were real attached cameras to the cameras. plane. Basically like especially like, especially when it takes off from yeah. the ship and you can see it like. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of, and we'll talk about this many, many episodes later when we get to Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh-huh. But there's a lot that Tom Cruise has done um, for movies as far as like breaking the barrier of cinematography um, for stunt work. Right. Um, and he really, really pushes for it. And I think you're seeing a lot of that in this movie. And it's not even like they graduated up in Fallout to him actually flying the helicopters right. in Fallout and the cameras are in the helicopter and you can see him flying it. Right. Um, he didn't do any of his own flying in Top Gun. But um, but there were special camera mounts that had to be made for Fallout so that you could see him in the cockpit of the helicopter and right. flying it at the same time. Right. Um, so I think that's really interesting because that's two different types of like cinematography um, that he's really like spearheaded because of who he is as an actor, like how he pushes himself. Right. Um, and then in Top Gun, it's like they like the director really pushed for this, like these cool camera mounts to really make mm -hmm. you feel like you right. were there. You know, he's going for realism. He's wanting yeah. to make it be as realistic as possible. And that's like one thing I, I appreciate about him so much is that I feel like he he always gives like 110 percent right. in everything. Right. Um, and then I'm really excited in Top Gun 2 to see how they kind of mesh the two. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. there's they've done a lot of stuff you since can tell Top from Gun. the trailer in him and yeah. the F-18. He's flying it. He's flying it. Yeah. Because it's a single seater. Yeah. So it's not, you know, they're not sticking him in the back seat and then filming him and making it look like he's flying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so. so on that note, all of Maverick's stunt flying in the film was done by a guy named Scott Altman, who later went on to become an astronaut. Oh. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I think this is funny because of how much stunt stuff Tom Cruise has done. But before this movie, he had never been on a motorcycle. Really? He'd so he learned never, how to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, never ridden a motorcycle. They sent him up to Kawasaki to learn how to ride this motorcycle. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like, he's ridden a motorcycle in like every Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> like, no demand. Like, it's like crazy how, it. yeah, how much a part of him that is. It's weird to me how this really kickstarted um, probably the thrill seeker in Tom Cruise as right. far as like flying and motorcycles and just stunt work in general. And jumps um, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like I think he's, but I mean his whole career, I think once Tom Cruise is gone, I think that's what he'll be known for is the action mm -hmm. Tom Cruise. And not that he's not great and in other stuff. Kind of innovating stuff. action movies yeah, yeah, yeah. too. He really is like changed that that style of movie making. Um this was the highest grossing movie of 1986. 
Really? So it made the most money, um, which I think. I believe I thought, that. Yeah, I think it was, it was popular. Super popular, and I get why. Like, it's a great storyline. Um, like, and it was really innovative. You know, as far as like how they shot it. The line, I feel the need, the need for speed, ranked at number 94 of the American Film Institute's list of 100 years of 100 movie quotes. So it's like in the top 100 most famous it? movie quotes. Okay. There's not another one? Like the one of the ones it's that not. I said aren't in No, but it, there's a lot of movies out there, Dad. <laughs> um, Brooke Shields and Deborah Winger were considered for the role of Charlie. Um, right. but producers, Yeah, but producers wanted an unknown for the part. So Kelly McGillis wasn't really... Right known at that time i think she wasn't known for much of anything else after that <laughs> she's just kind of her big role i thought she was good i thought she was actually like not a terrible actress i'm no. surprised that she wasn't more famous after this right um another there was another list of actresses tatum o'neill jodie foster daryl hannah diane lane sarah jessica parker and linda hamilton all turned down the role of charlie wow so they turned it down and actually i thought you would love this because we're both Star Wars nerds. Right. Um, Carrie Fisher was actually considered for the role. Of Charlie? Yeah. Princess Leia was almost Charlie in Top Gun. But she was like... But I think that's good, though. I think that the fact that they picked Kelly, Kelly McGillis and the fact that she was taller than Tom. Yes. She was almost he six actually, feet tall. He actually wore inserts in this movie to appear taller. Yeah. Because there's times when she kind of towers, towers over, over top of him yeah and it's like you uh, kind of expect that from the a person in that person it's like a visual representation yes. of like their yeah that, yeah, yeah, yeah of I get that, that person the fact that she was she was tall she was a strong you know woman and she was you know super attractive and she was super smart and it's like that whole package together I think if they had put Carrie Fisher in there, who's not tall, she's not, you know, a lot yeah. of the stuff that's you would list by that. Well, I feel like she would have brought a lot of attitude to the role. Yeah. Like that real sassy Princess Leia attitude. Right. And she would have been, I mean, she was big in the 80s. Star Wars was huge. And she didn't yes. really like, I mean. Did she, she just turned it down? Or it says she, that, she, was considered? Um, she was just considered for the role. Oh, okay. So I don't think she turned it down. I think she just was considered. I think the producers were eventually were like, now nah, we kind of want somebody who doesn't. Right. It was unknown. Um, this was interesting. John Voight was considered for the role of Viper, which is interesting since he then went into being Mission Impossible. Right. With Tom Cruise. Right. I thought that was interesting. And then um, this to me was a really, really, really interesting fact um, because I think this movie besides being the highest grossing movie of 1986 and really the movie to launch Tom Cruise's career, this fact gives it a whole lot of um, credit for how we view movies after movie theaters. Okay. Um, so this film is credited with starting the home video industry. I don't know if this is going to ring any bells to you, but originally VHS tapes were priced at $100 upon their first release and were sold mainly to video stores. This film was priced to own immediately upon release, made possible by Pepsi-Cola, yes. buying ad space at the beginning of yep. the tape. It was one of the first movies that had sponsorships in the, the movie, movie product itself placements, yeah. to, to bring the cost of the movie down right. as well. 
So it's since then pricing VHS tapes to own right away became a common practice. So I, it's really fascinating to me. And we obviously, we had the VHS of Top Gun. Yep. Um, but I don't, but they're kind of saying like people didn't really like own movies. Right. Before that, like you right. kind of rented them and did stuff, but you didn't right. really own them. Right. Do you, is that consistent with what you remember? Yes. Yes. I didn't think of it in that, in, in terms of, buying do you remember the pepsi thing at the beginning of the tape oh yeah yeah (laughs) well and pepsi you could see the sponsorships throughout oh yeah you know and pepsi was it was on there more than once yeah it was on that pepsi tray of coffee you know i think guys bringing coffee down the hallway and that commander comes out and yeah box it and you can see oh there's a pepsi tray yeah as you don't usually see that in in movies. Yeah, I mean it's common now, right? Uh, to see that kind of stuff, especially in James Bond movies, you see oh, Sony BMWs placements, yeah. and so many uh, other. Yeah, um, but no, I thought that was interesting that they that Pepsi sponsored kind of like the home video release of this, and then that it was such a big deal for Navy recruitment. Right, made it such like a different oh, you yeah. know thing. I mean, everybody, every guy in my age wanted to be a fighter pilot i mean that you still want to be a fighter pilot don't that you, Dad? movie wanted you wanted to be a fighter pilot um so tell yes. us the story now, remind me because i was little but was this for your 30th birthday it was for my 30th birthday this is your mom so had weird. bought for me she's the best at buying at buying special gifts yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. things that you know i didn't get a shirt i got you know, an experience. Yeah. You know? And of course it, I'm like going, this is going to be so much fun. And it was, it's, so it was dog fighting, but it's it like, it's fighting. like laser tag, but with planes. laser tag, but with airplanes. And what was it called? It was called sky um, warriors. Yes. Called sky warriors. Why do I remember it was in that? Atlanta. <laughs> we were in Atlanta and you know, it, I was super nervous going in because I'd never, I'd never been in a plane before. Yeah, I mean, a fighter jet. You'd been in a commercial. No, no, no. no, no. You'd never flown in no, a commercial yes. airline. I had never been in a plane. That was my first ride in a plane. Your first ride in a plane ever was in a fighter now, jet. Now it wasn't a fighter jet, but it was a fighter plane. They were World War II fighter planes. It was a T six uh, trainer plane. Oh my god! It was a two seater trainer plane, and um, and. That was my first trip. Now, now you know why I puked. You know, halfway <laughs> through it, it's like it's my first ride in an airplane, and I'm in, you know, in that little that little plane, and I'm pulling four G's in that little plane, and I won. By the way, <laughs> did you? Yes, I don't I think did. I ever knew that. I did, but it's like the whole motion of it because you're so you're feeling like every movement of that plane. You're feeling it. Well, yeah. And so, yeah. So, we did, get out so there. obviously, there's a guy flying the plane because it's not you. Not gonna let no, you fly a, it. Well, for <laughs> first time ever. It's funny plane. because when the takeoff and the landing, um, is done by the pilot that's behind me. Oh, but you were in we the got front up seat. There, when we got up there to fly, and you let do you fly stuff, that thing. I flew it. What? Yes. Was that pretty cool? I mean, oh, other it was than very the cool. Puking part. Yeah. Because they tell you you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna go head to head. It's like oh you know, and they talk about it in the movie we're gonna go head to head, 
and you do as soon as you pass you pass you pull back on the stick and you turn you pull back and you turn and so that you can look back over because you see in the movie yeah, yeah you're looking back there's nothing in front of you so like you're not gonna run into anything so i'm going back like this and i'm turning and I'm looking and it, that was hard yeah never been in a plane and now i'm trying to f- dog fight so there was some stuff i didn't quite get my head turned completely around to where i'm looking but you know the guy that was my pilot um he's like telling me okay keep pulling keep pulling keep pulling and then all of a sudden i see the guy that i'm f- dog fighting against i see him yeah and then then i'm just like okay i got to i can turn and get this thing pointed on him that's all i got to get done and got to turn yeah. and get and we get it turned and turn and i get it on top of him and then just you pull back on the stick and you pull on the trigger and, and it, it's like a machine gun firing and you fire up through the fuselage oh, and all of a sudden smoke starts trailing out the back end of him oh my gosh that's crazy cool so i just remember didn't they have a video i was like puking my guts out didn't i they had, have like, a video like three times while i was up there <laughs> i feel like they were they had a video right yeah, it's it's around here somewhere. We have no way of watching it because it's a VHS tape. Right. But I just remember we watched it because I think, didn't you guys, um, when you came back, we were staying with like Mimi and Peepaw, I think, in Lexington. So yes. you came back and we yeah. had like a birthday party for you at the house, at I their house. So. Yeah, and we watched the video of it. And all I remember is that the pilot was trying to take your mind off of how sick you're feeling. So they were, he was asking you if you had kids. And you were talking about me and Catherine, and then you puked. <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> I remember I was like, he was talking about me and Catherine, and he threw up. I was like, oh my gosh, um, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was it was a lot to take in to your your brain to take in having never been in a plane. Yeah, how long? And were then you up I there? took my first commercial flight later that year when we <laughs> flew down to see Nanny and Granddaddy down in Florida. You're like, this was so much easier. Let me tell you. Like, oh, this is fun. Oh my gosh! And, uh, it was fun, but I was sick as a dog when I hit the ground. Your mom said, "Just like, oh, you were like six shades of green <laughs> when you got out of that plane." And I was smiling. That was fun. Yeah, it was. But I mean, like, who? How? I like, would do it again. What, yeah, what if I would do it again? You probably do better this time. Yeah, just like you knowing what to expect and stuff. Um, that's pretty cool. Diehard Top Gun fan, Mark Ross. Went and flew his own plane <laughs> down in Georgia. Had my own Top Gun experience. Yes. Sky Warriors is Top Gun for people who don't fly. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Dad. Oh, you're welcome. We got to do. I know it was really. What fun. else are we doing? Um, well, we have to do Top Gun too, obviously, but it comes out in June, so we got right. We got a while for that. So, um, we got to do that, and I got to get Mom in. We're doing Rain Man. So, what's the n- What's Tom's next movie that's coming out? Top Gun 2. Is it Top Gun 2? Is yeah. the next one for him? Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, they're like location scouting, I think, right now for Mission Impossible 7 and 8. And I think they're filming them back to back. As like one movie? Yeah, like they're, but they'll, and then they're releasing them like, you know, one, uh, one, one year and one the next. I think the first one comes out in 2021. Okay. So, I mean, they're going to be filming that soon-ish. Right. And Haley Atwell is in it. Agent Carter. 
Oh, yeah. She was cast in the next mission. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Agent Carter and Ilsa Faust in a movie with Ethan Hunt. Oh, is Ilsa going to be in there? Uh, yeah. Rebecca Ferguson? Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. I know. I'm gonna The Mission Impossible podcast episodes are going to be like three hours long because it's just going to be me <laughs> like gushing about how much I love them. But all right. June, we'll be back for Top Gun 2. That's right. Hopefully it's it looks good. We'll have our notes. We have to go through. We'll have, I know we'll be sitting there. With our, we'll have to see it multiple times because we'll have to watch it first and like take it in, and then go back and take notes because I think that's probably what's going to happen. 